Welcome to the Creative Career Solutions for Parents podcast, episode 45. This is It's Half Time, Let's Review Our Performance. My name is Gina Visram, I am your host, and I am from LimitlessCoaching.com. I am, as ever, really proud to be here with you today. Thank you so much for joining me. So as you can hear, my throat is a little bit here and there, and it's been one of the reasons for not having recorded a podcast in over a month. But there have been other things going on as well. And as is always the case, when you stop doing something that you really enjoy doing, it comes to a point where you need to stop making excuses and just go for it again. Even if it doesn't look like, or sound like, in my case, exactly what you would normally expect or hope. Today's episode is a timely one, though. So at the time of recording, it is the... Uh, We're going into the second week of July, which is one of the reasons why I've referred to this episode as being half time, because we're ultimately just over halfway through the year in 2018. Of course, another reason why I have referred to what we're talking to today as half time is because we're coming to the final stages of the World Cup. And as of yesterday, England made it into the semi-finals, and in what is potentially one of the most surprising World Cups in recent years, some of the biggest, most powerful, most well-respected teams haven't made it into the latter stages of the competition. Now don't worry, I'm not starting a career as a sports commentator. (laughs) I wouldn't know where to start, it's not my jam, it's not my interest. But... It's always really interesting when something grips a community. And in this case, with the, with the World Cup, it really is a, a very global community, of course. And so I really love looking at anything which gets people together in a positive way. So whether it is pride, whether it is carnival, whether it is football, whether it is a school play, Whatever it is that gets people together in a really positive way, I think is really, really useful to take a look at and potentially deconstruct. What we're deconstructing today, however, is not so much what's been going on on the pitch with the football, but more what has been going on in 2018 with you. And that's what we're reviewing today. It's half time, let's review our performance. What has been going on with you in 2018? We're midway in the year, and so it's a great, great time to debrief, to analyse what's been going on, to think about what's been good, what's been bad, what's been ugly. And to think about where we want to go from here. So if you're listening to this in real time, at the time when it's been recorded, welcome. It's a really, really, really useful exercise and I encourage you to take a few minutes with me to do it. If you are listening to this later in the year or if you've stumbled across this podcast in 2020, you are also welcome. 
actually doing an audit at any time is a really, really great idea. Because as busy human beings, and as busy parents, and as busy working people, there are many aspects of our lives that we just continue with because it's it's part of our agenda, it's part of our routine, it's what we're used to, it's what we've always done, we're on a little bit of a hamster wheel potentially at times, and really the way to get off that hamster wheel is to take a breath and look at what you've been doing and celebrate the things that have been going really, really well. Whether it was something that you planned or whether it was something that seemed like it was by accident. And I say seemed that it was by accident. Often that will be because you've done the right things to get to that position. But it's also about looking at the things that haven't gone so well and the things that have been disconcerting and the things that have pissed you off and the things that have made you question why they've happened or what decisions you've made have led to this or why don't you have the willpower and conviction that you think you should for something that you believe that you want and that you're aspiring towards but it's not yet happening. So these are really some of the things to take into account but actually above anything whenever you're doing any kind of audit which ultimately is what this review is I encourage you to do it with kindness because we all know that there are varying elements of our personalities and very often we can be our own biggest critics. Now maybe sometimes that has a place but actually often the most important thing, the most important lens that you should use is a kind one. One that is not looking and nitpicking and criticizing every little thing, but one which is remembering the intentions, the possibilities, the dreams, the hopes, the reasons why. And ultimately, I, I, I believe if you do anything with kindness, it's generally a better way to do things for everybody involved. So when you do your mid-year review, which is what we're doing this halftime, I really do encourage you to remember kindness to yourself and to others. So let's get started. What are the things that you should be looking at in your halftime review 2018? This won't be the same for everybody because we all have different things that we are aiming to do and that are the priorities in our lives. But there are a few sort of headline categories that I will share with you today. And if you feel that anything is missing, please add your own in. This is a guide. This is a beginning. And if there is anything specific that you want to go into more detail with, please don't hesitate. So here are some of the sections that you can review. This is not an order of importance. Look at it as a cycle or a circle, as opposed to something linear. One, career. Two, parenting and family time. Three, relationships. Four, self-development. Five, health and well-being. 
six finances. These are some of the topics that have come to mind for me. As I said, please do include any others. So if you have been really focusing on your work-life balance, for example, recognizing that balance is often pretty fluid, so uh, balance isn't a 50-50 thing necessarily. But if that's been one of your things for this year, then add that to the list. If your creative development or something has been a big focus for this year, add that. So you can either include those in the categories that I've shared or you can create your own. So I've thought about some of these as well for myself as part of my review and I'm happy to share a little bit about what's been going on here with these categories in mind and that might trigger some of the things for you. So let's get out a sheet of paper and make some notes, potentially mind map, or you might want to close your eyes and just think. Just be in the moment and think about these categories. How has 2018 been for you? Where are you now? What are you celebrating? What are you commiserating? So career. This has been a really interesting one for me this year, I would say. And that's partly because now, I guess, just over seven years into starting a, a new job at a secondary school, it was new in 2011, it is not new to me now, I am still at the secondary school and I have to say, that surprises me. And it's partly because I love what I do and that hasn't changed. But it's also partly because I really thought that fairly soon after going back after maternity leave, I would change jobs. And that's for a few reasons. One is because I've been really, really interested in getting into the higher education landscape, so universities as opposed to secondary schools. And another reason is um, practicalities and parenting and childcare and my work is really far away from my home and my childcare so there is a lot of commuting involved so on a practicality level it's really not up there. So for those two reasons I suspected that by summer 2018 I would have been moving on to something else. And actually, it could have potentially been that way, because this year, I'm really, really proud to say that I have been exploring a few different career options. Yeah, I have. I've been exploring a few different things, a few different higher education opportunities, and just seeing if something would be a bit more aligned with where I've been thinking that I should be. And this is a really, really powerful thing, because Sometimes where you think you should be is not necessarily where you should be. And we don't understand why. And whether it is God or uh, the universe or whatever it is that you believe in, whether it's literally the, the nuts and bolts of your practicality, um, what you, where you think you should be isn't necessarily where you should be. And I 
really, really believe that's the case when you make concerted efforts to explore other opportunities and you're doing all of the right things and you're making really, really great progress and things don't pan out. And so that's a little bit about what I've seen myself this year. Now, I'm in a really, really fortunate opportunity to... Now, I'm in a really, really fortunate position to be looking at other opportunities when I'm really enjoying the one that I'm in. That's quite nice because it means that you're, that nothing's on fire here. You know, I'm not running away from anything, but I'm exploring what I think will be cool current or future possibilities. And what's been the case for me in 2018 is I've done some exploration of things that I thought could be brilliant next steps and they haven't panned out. And what that tells me is it's not for me for now. Now that doesn't mean it's not for me forever. That doesn't mean that I will give up on seeking those opportunities in the future if they still appeal to me. But it means that I can be super proud of the developments that I've made in my career in 2018 because not only do I feel like I've done really good work in my current employed work situation, but I feel like I've explored the higher education landscape. I know so much more about HE now over the past three months than I ever have from a policy and progression perspective and that sort of thing. And that's all been part of my research. And it's really cool because I still feel really passionate about it it feels like a step in the right direction to have explored it, even if it didn't result in a new full-time job or anything like that. So my current situation is that I freelance at one of London's top universities. I'm really proud of that. And I also have my role in a secondary school. And then, of course, I also have Limitless Coaching, right? Which has really been on the back burner this year. And that's partly because of the other career exploration, but also because I've been working towards a qualification, which has been taking a lot of time. The 24 hours in our day is the thing that we all have. We all choose to spend it in different ways, but it's the thing that we all have. So for me, something needed to be on the back burner. And for the early half of 2018, that's been my limitless coaching one-on-one -on -one coaching and the development of products and group coaching and things like that which will be coming but are not imminent in this moment. So all of this to say that and really to demonstrate how you can look at what it is that you have been trying to do this year, what it is you've been doing, how you can look at it with a lens of kindness and objectivity and encouragement for yourself because you'll notice I could have looked at exactly that situation and gone my career development in 2018 has been a disaster because I'm not working full-time at a university which is something that I had had in my mind to explore this year right I could have gone through exactly that same process and had that as my outcome but that is not that is not the lens with which to view this because 
when you're doing all the right things and things don't head in the direction that you feel that they should, it just means that there's something else around the corner or you've got more to do where you are or just something else entirely can surprise you, right? And that's, I think, very powerful and very exciting. So parenting and family time, that is another one that I have recommended that you use as part of your audit for 2018. And for me, this has been a huge win this year. So my little one is approaching two and a half rapidly. And I think as people over generations have said, uh, you know, kind of going on 13 sort of situation, (laughs) she is finding her voice, her attitude, her spirit, her independence, her will, her words, and is just such a joy to be around. Yes, sometimes frustrating. Yes, the doing her own thing sometimes is a bit like, dude, I'm the parent, just listen to me. <laughs> um, But yeah, she wouldn't be the character that she is if she did. And things like, oh my goodness, we... Okay, so at the very end of 2017, we completed our small extension on the terraced property where we live here in London slash Surrey. And it's funny, who knew that um, a few metres can make such a difference to how you live? And so we rolled into 2018 needing to pack away some things in our new cupboard, in our new kitchen and all of that. But the space in our home has completely changed how we live and how we interact and the quality of time and how we can cook and create quality foods while we are looking at each other and watching the toddler and having great conversations. So the change from a teeny galley kitchen, which I didn't know the term before myself either, but that is a corridor. It's like a little corridor kind of, um, the, the change from that to this open space situation has literally changed how we live. And that has positively impacted our parenting and it's positively impacted our family time. And the fact that we now have a barbecue and a small garden, it's funny because in the place where we lived before, we had a considerably bigger garden than we have now. But we also had what felt like a fairly treacherous metal staircase to go down every time you wanted to use the garden. So that was fine when it was just the two of us, but when it was the little one involved, it, um, yeah, like I said, felt a little bit treacherous. So all of that to say that our small garden, which is pretty much on the level of our home, is so accessible and used every day and Nyla runs around and waters the plants and we have had more barbecues here in the past two months than we had at our previous place in eight years and this for me is a win. When I look at 
the early part of 2018 and what we're going into, thinking about the amount of times that we've had barbecues and we've sat around outside and we've put out the picnic blanket and we've been watering the plants and we've blown bubbles, um, which is one of Nyla's favourite things and now one of mine because I forgot how much fun that was. <laughs> yeah, all of these things to me are really, really positive in terms of family time. Yes, that's been a great win. And here is to much, much, much more of that. Relationships. Now, when you're looking at your relationships, you can look at your romantic relationship, you can look at your work relationships, you can look at your friendships. Obviously, relationships come into everything. You could also look at your networks professionally. So look at that when you think about the relationship category. And again, like I say, for me, there have been some wins and they've been some things that, that really haven't been wins, but it's a really, really great thing to explore. And building relationships is one of the things that is so incredibly important to me that it's always, always a really, really good one to audit and see where that is and always make improvements because there are always improvements to make while celebrating what's been really good within relationships currently. So have a look at that one as well. Self-development. Here is a biggie. Now, I'm a career coach. It is no surprise that I think self-development is huge. But my belief is wherever you sit, whether or not you are a podcast listening, self-development, reading, conference, seminar going person in the personal development world, or whether you are somebody that ultimately goes about your life as normal and doesn't make a concerted effort with some of these things that are out there, I guess wherever you sit in this, I, I want to remind you that self-development is a really, really big thing. Because if you feel stagnant, and if you're not moving in some way, life can sometimes feel a little bit dissatisfying. Now, moving doesn't have to mean moving from house to house or moving from job to job or country to country or whatever. But it, it does mean that you want to see progress in some way or the other because time seems to stand still when that doesn't happen. And self-development is a big part of that. So... In assessing where you are in this halftime review, have a think about how you've developed yourself this year or how you've supported the development of others and what that's looked like for you. So have you started eating or creating healthier meals than you used to? Have you become more decisive? Have you developed more patience? Have you taken on a new sport or a new hobby? Have you started buying flowers in your house once a week and that just creates a bit of a lift? Have you started a new course, right? Have you started a new course or completed a PhD or whatever it is? What is it that you're doing in terms of your development? This is so important. Please don't skip this step. 
Health and well-being is another one. I alluded to that a little bit in the self-development area just now, and that's because that's a biggie for me, because I feel like this is my biggest area of inconsistency. Now, not only do I have the motivation of myself, but I have the motivation of my daughter. And it's really important that I remember that in the decisions that I'm making. A few things that have changed for me, I've become more consistent in my exercise, although that's trailed off a little bit over the past couple of busy weeks. Um, but I've generally become more consistent with my exercise and I found a program that really challenges me and strengthens me. And you know that feeling when it's like your muscles are literally stretching and itching? I hadn't had that feeling in ages because clearly I hadn't been pushing myself on the exercise front. And the thing is, I don't, well, never say never, right? I don't love getting up at 5.15 in the morning to come down and do some exercise. But man, I feel inv invincible after I've done it. I'm not invincible because my legs turn to spaghetti a little bit. <laughs> And then start hurting but I feel amazing and so I always try and channel that feeling and remember that feeling and use it as motivation to keep going you know because it's it is really really such a great feeling I have what else have we done what else have I done with health and, and well-being but what else have we done uh we started ordering one of those you know those things like kind of hello fresh that you get where you can have a box delivery to your house of groceries and that sort of thing. We started with one called Gusto, which we're not getting every week or every other week. We're, we're a bit ad hoc with it because that's what suits us best. But man, we've cooked some great dishes from that. Like really healthy, really tasty. My personal win was cooking a biryani that I would be proud to make in the future for my husband's family who are predominantly biryani themes, and it was that good. This recipe from Gusto that, yeah, I would proudly make it um, for, for my in-laws and the rest of the family. And these are the things that I'm like, this is a win. I love that. I enjoyed cooking it. We all enjoyed eating it. It was healthy. It was great. And so health and well-being is your state of mind, your state of body, and all of those sorts of things. So actually the very fact that you are listening to this podcast and that you are taking steps with these exercises is a positive contributor to your health and well-being. Certainly your well-being because you are taking the time to pause and think and not just do. So that's great. That is great. But yeah, have a think about it. Your food, your exercise, your, you know, whether you went away for a retreat or something like that, or whether it's yoga, whether it's writing, I don't know, something that is that is out of your normal routine. This all positively contributes to your wellness. So if you've done that already in 2018, that is amazing. Congrats. If you feel like there is more to do, which again, in the area of health and wellness, I, I think there often is, um, then, then do it, you know, this is another nudge and I bet it's one of the signs, right? I bet you have, I don't know, passed your favorite salad place or had 
a leaflet from the gym or a local Zumba teacher come through your door and then you're hearing my voice saying this. I don't know, sometimes these things all come together. Maybe you scrolled through Facebook and saw one of those amazing recipes, which is like a combination of avocado and chocolate. <laughs> I don't know, I've never tried one of those, but I've meant to. So yes, health and well-being, that is on the list of your audit. Don't skip that one either. Finances is, I think, the last of the six categories that I gave you. And again, that's a reflection on the fact that for me and for my family, that's a really, really big deal at the moment. And for us, that's actually really being stretched at the moment because our childcare situation is about to change fairly dramatically in September. And our costs are going to skyrocket with it. And that is certainly a challenge when, you know, you're aiming to be debt free and be on track with all of that stuff. But we have conversations all the time now. And my husband and I are always talking about money in a positive way. And really because it contributes to so much of this other stuff, right? To your health, to your well-being, to your relationships. It's funny, isn't it? Because I, I think I spent so long believing that, you know, I'm not money driven, so it's really not important to me. And there are all kinds of other things that are so much more important. And while that's true to an extent, you know, you also think about the fact that, you know, one of the greatest causes of divorce relates to money worries and money problems, right? So it relates to your wellness, it relates to your relationships, it relates to the things that you can choose to do. Goodness knows if you as a working parent, for example, want to reduce your hours or would like to stay home for a while before you get back into get back into your career, finances play a part in whether that's possible or not, don't they? So it's taken to my mid-30s <laughs> to realise how important it is, not in a Wolf of Wall Street kind of way. But just in a, you know, with good money management can come great freedoms of choice. And so this is a huge part of the agenda for me at the moment. And so that's going to come into some of the conversations that I have with you. I can't really think of a case where finances wouldn't be important. I'm sure there, there are some, but I, I can't think of it. So again, I'd say don't skip this step. Look at your finances look at where you are with that, look at the implications, look at the successes, you know, what have you paid down or what have you saved, you know, have you saved for an incredible trip that you wanted to go on, what, whatever that is. Like with all of this, celebrations, commiserations, all of the above. So it's half time, let's review our performance. I have just shared with you six categories and encouraged you to add in your own. I've shared some of my own experiences and I have to say I'm hugely excited about what's to come because I feel like when you're in positive motion and you are taking steps forward, you might not end up where you expected, but as my wise dad says, and I believe this is biblical also, this or something better right? This or something better. So keep doing what you're doing. Please hug your little ones or not so little ones every day. 
enjoy incredible conversations, enjoy each other. Even those moments where your toddler or your teen is driving you nuts, take a step back and even smile to yourself in the moment of their independence and their their will, you know, because there's so much here to celebrate and things are changing all the time. And when we get together in December, I mean, we're going to get together way before that, but when we get together in December and look at an end of year review, so much could have changed in this past six months as well, right? So really embrace where you are. Enjoy every moment. Congratulate yourself. Always do these things with a lens of kindness. And if you want to share any results, any um, wins, anything that you're celebrating or commiserating, I will be posting this on the Limitless Coaching Facebook page. So feel free to have a conversation there. Now, if you like what you've heard and you really enjoy this podcast, I would really, really appreciate you sharing it with your networks and writing a a review on iTunes because that is how more working parents like you can find this. And it's that way that we can continue to enrich each other's lives with content that is meaningful, things that make us think, help us become better parents, better careers, And it's through sharing things that we find to be positive and really enrich our lives that we can really support others. So if you like what you hear here, I would love if you share it. Okay, have an amazing day and do stay tuned because there's going to be so much more coming up on the Creative Career Solutions for Parents podcast. Bye for now.